And welcome back to episode 21 of the Suplex Biddies. Yo, 21. Brought to you hey. by Couch Guys. Hey, we can drink now. What's up? Sports. That's Couch Guys Sports. Huh? Brought to you by Couch Guys Sports. Make sure you're using the internet one time. Go check out all the blogs. Go check out all the podcasts. Go check out everything within the network. Uh, potential um, potential big things happen for Couch Guys Sports. So you, you want to you wanna be with us on that. Um, with me as always, uh, host Chris Jones. Uh, we have the Colombian spectacular Diego Galvez today. <laughs> and then, then we have, um, Supreme Patty, Andrew Hunterman. What? Supreme, Supreme, Patty. <laughs> Supreme Patty, Andrew Hunterman. I don't know what that's all about, but this okay. episode's already going to shit. Exactly. Already going to shit. <laughs> Who knows? I'm going to assume knows? it's an inside joke for you guys and I'm going to stay, stay over here and it's. Hanuman, gonna, I, let's acknowledge Hanuman, my Lord of the Rings wall art and carry on with the episode. Yes. Hanuman, I promise you, there's no inside joke. It's just the first two words that came out of my mouth. I put them together. <laughs> really? If you were a girl, if you were really, really, like now, like now, really, if you were a girl, you'd look like a patty. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. So we got, we got a big show uh, <clears throat> planned for you today. Of course, Suplex Biddy has a sponsor, and that is our friends at Exogun. Make the best in percussion massage. Take it anywhere you go. Trust me when I tell you it works wonders on on the body. Uh, make sure you check them out exogun.com. Use code CGS10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase as it comes with a charger and a carrying case as well. All right. Dive in. Um, also, just, just real quick, huge shout out to Mike Sullivan last week. Being a great host, great yep. content. We'd love to have yep. him back. Huge shout out to Mike. Anytime. Even though Hello. I don't like that you're a Florida man and you can't do a chug, you little wuss. You're typical Florida man. Uh, and, need, and, 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 and besides the fact uh, that you no, have like no. the whitest name in America hey, of Mike hey, Sullivan. Really? Hey, really? Really? No, that's, no, that's no I'm, a, I'm, a, no, I'm a wild really? tuna. I'm really? a wild tuna really? at this point. Really? I'm going to need a link about the chug thing because I saw that on Twitter yesterday, but I was, I was it's dog a, it's, 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 uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go over off there. About the couch guy, Chuck Squad. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, it's great, great, great to have him. Can't wait to roast him next. So, episode. plenty of uh, plenty, plenty of topics tonight. Main thing, um, we'll start with this at first. WWE yet again. Here we are. More releases. <laughs> another this week, another NXT. massive roster cuts. This, and time, this time, NXT. NXT getting decapitated almost. Who who, who 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 would like to say the names? <laughs> You can. I'm mad still. Or Diego, go ahead. Diego, go ahead. All right. So from sources out of Twitter, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. WWE released as of August 6th, while the SmackDown episode was live, released the following names. Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Stefan Smith, Tyler Rust, Zachary Smith, Asher, Asher Hale, Giant uh, St. Gier, and Mercedes Martinez. All of NXT. I wouldn't say all of NXT, but there was an extreme roster cut for NXT. All from NXT, I think is what he means. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah, all, all, all of the NXT legacy of WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank yes, you, boys. Yes, the technicalities do matter. So that. Um, <laughs> Hmm. That it's interesting because again, 
guy like Bronson Reed, who they've been calling recently to do some dark matches on the main on the main roster. You know, a guy that looks like he was going to be the next big thing in NXT. You cut him. Bobby Fish hasn't been a thing since he since he tore everything. He had a good match against Roderick Strong on went on Tuesday. Like, not good enough. Apparently, not good enough. Yeah. Um, Fair point. Ty- Tyler Bate was a pot- part of Diamond Mine, so you got to take him out like he didn't never existed. Tyler Bate. Huh? Tyler Ross, excuse me. Wow. What a what a. Tyler Bate gets released. I'm quitting the podcast. That's all I'm saying. I don't. I'm quitting the industry. All right. All right. All right. That. Really? Really? That's one. That's one way to give her. Give her a At least a big strong boy on my watch. Goddamn no, never. <laughs> All right. Um, it was just Mercedes Martinez. I mean, you had her. She was good. You brought her up to be a part of Retribution. She didn't work out, so you brought her back down. She had one good match for the um. If you want to call it a match, you had one match for the NXT Women's Title, and that was really it. So, yeah. like these these cuts obviously have a reason behind it. Uh, Hanuman, you have been the one that's been diving in on the Twitter threads, the Reddit. Um, give us a little bit of insight on what's um, what's to come for for Tuesday night. Well, the big thing that broke, I want to say, probably early this morning slash late last night was. Uh... WOR, Dave Meltzer's, you know, show and everything like that. He's the top reporter of the wrestling industry and everything like that. Uh, Seemingly, you know, shocking changes are going to be coming to NXT. Uh, First off, it's quite a long thread, so bear with me here. But it's uh, Dave said that Triple H and Shawn Michaels did not pick the cuts in NXT. That was done by Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and John Laurinaitis. Uh, NXT seemingly lost their war with uh, AEW. And they got moved to Tuesdays, and now they're going to change back to the older style of development. There's a lot of big guys, some young guys, and they said there's a divisive opinion about wrestling among the people in WWE, and this is who has Vince's ear this week. They're going back to pre-fighting AEW, pre-let's, I don't know how he's wording this, but basically saying they want to get out of the indie style that has been seemingly the, some people have liked NXT, more so than Raw and SmackDown because it shows you a different style. The lighting's different. The matches are different. Even the promos and everything like that seem to come off a little bit better because it seems to be more creative freedom. Uh, but there was a, allegedly a memo that they didn't say the exact wording on that was reported. And uh, it says, literally, apparently, legitimately said, uh, no more midgets. Uh, <laughs> no one starting in their 30s, so... DDP, if you have a reincarnation, reincarnated spirit popping up in like your 40s, tough shit. You're not getting signed by NXT. And, you know, that just shuts off a whole potential era of superstars because, you know, certain people get a late start and they end up becoming huge names. But apparently they don't want to deal with that anymore. They only want people who can be a box office attraction and main characters. <sighs> and... uh the other one was obviously Adam Cole and certain guys will be an exception because they're self-made uh, based on their meeting on Friday. You know, allegedly Adam Cole was almost almost handed a blank check uh, by Vince himself, was told he could pick the show he wanted to go to, pick him, you know, pick him his first three feuds or whatever you want to call it, and then go from there. But uh, the whole no, uh, no more smaller guys, and it just seems like they're going back to that early 2000s era of like, just big muscle headed, non charismatic people. 
And uh, there's always, like I said, there's always exceptions to the rule, like Adam Cole, but it seems you're going to be seeing a very, very ridiculously, seemingly dumb change for NXT coming forward. And the some of the cuts line up with that. And Leon Ruff was obviously on the smaller side. Uh, Bronson Reed maybe wasn't looked at as a top attraction, but he maybe he just did, didn't maybe Vince didn't like what he saw in his tryout. I the dude was and it was North American champion what three weeks ago. It's not that I, long ago. What, what do you guys think of this whole just almost rebranding of NXT? Like, they're not going to start doing obstacle courses again or any of that crap. Like, when they you first sure? brought NXT. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> if we want to be honest, it could happen. Vince is, Vince is on obstacle courses behind the scene. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine just saying, like, again, if this is true, that's not a good look. If that leaked, uh, no midgets. So, like, again, just, well, this is, this, is, this is what's wrong with WWE is the fact that. The guys that were running the NXT product didn't even have a, a say in who was getting cut. Like, you're going to tell me that Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and John Laurinaitis all watch NXT every week? Not a fucking chance. No. no chance. No chance. Bruce Pritchard's writing for two shows. You think he has time to tune on Tuesday nights at, at, at 8 to watch NXT for two hours? Not a chance. He has to, he has to write what Roman Reigns is doing next. That's, he's done really good with that. Just saying. So shout that's out to the him only for that for that yeah, workload. Th- th- thank you, Bruce, for that. But fuck you for everything else that you've done over the past <laughs> year and a half. I just—it's just so. Dear, what do you what do you think about this whole just turning back the clock to the early two thousands of like Sean Stasiak's and TikTok, uh, <laughs> carrying cross looking motherfuckers? I I personally I think the the headline here is clear. NXT has been released by WWE. It's just as simple as that. The product in itself is going back to, to days where people were hardly watching it. Uh, there, there, there were followers, but there, there were people hardly watching it because there was only two people to mainly focus on, and they were towards the end of the night. When were people really turning into at, at, at the time of the of the show? They weren't tuning in when it aired. They were tuning in at, towards the latter part of the night when those two would show up, and that was it. That was it. That's all they care about. So in terms of revenue and in terms of any other applications that you need this product to be making for WWE, it's gone. It's done and over with. It's dead at this point. It's dead in the water. Secondary to that, if I am anybody on an, on the NXT roster, I know I'm not safe and I should be looking at my next opportunity in the case that I get released. That is the very first thing you need to be doing. And right now, like be looking at New Japan, be looking at uh, Impact, be looking at AEW, be looking at whoever else will, will get you in that door because right now, a release could happen at any given second. Yep. Well, it could be happening right now while, while we're talking. Yep. Uh, third to that, I think going back is is exactly it's exactly as frightful as this releases. Anytime, it, just in a corporate place, where, wherever you're working in a corporate setting, anytime that you bring back management or you bring back a strategy that used to work but that you changed it, it's a sign of bad things to come. This is exactly what it is happening here at WWE. It is a sign of bad things to come where either I can see one of three things happening. Either WWE in itself gets fully sold or Vince McMahon will start selling the products one by one where NXT is sold to a different legacy, Raw is sold to a different legacy, and SmackDown is sold to a different legacy, or it becomes at a point where WWE becomes employee-owned and the employees will finally get to run the company as they need to. 
if that that is the best case scenario for WWE right now, if they don't go employee owned, nobody else is going to be willing to invest at this point. Because how can you invest in a, in a product where clearly the trademark in itself is not clear and the vision is not clear for your corporate in itself? Secondary to that, you can't trade on a system that continues to lose and therefore more releases happening faster than ever before. I get it. It's a pandemic year. You lost your shirts and whatnot. This doesn't mean that you need to be doing all these releases that you're doing without being clear as to where your financials really are standing. And I think at this point, if anything, I would be looking forward to seeing a headline where a financial audit is done on WWE and either they need to declare bankruptcy or they need to declare that they are for sale. It's it just, just be clear with your employees, be clear with your fanship, and be clear with the rest of the world who follows WWE. Because if you're not clear, forget it. It doesn't matter how good SmackDown's going to be. It doesn't matter what back-to-back thing you're going to be doing now with NXT. It doesn't matter what product you develop in Raw. You're not going to have your fans if you're not clear with your fans at all. Um, I just... And, and this whole entire verbatim that he used here, no more midgets, no over 30s, no, no dogs, like Dude, you you're just asking for it. You're you're asking for it at this point. It, that verbatim in itself, in the day and age that we're in, in 2021, where sensibility of of terms that you use are far more pronounced than ever before, you're guaranteed to see yourself in a lawsuit where it's gonna be detrimental for WWE as well. So all of this doesn't add for a good recipe. I think. In the next three to four months, or maybe by the end of the year, we should be hearing the WWE's up, either up for sale or declaring bankruptcy. It's the end of a very good uh, factor for the wrestling sport in itself. It's, it's just so weird how they're doing all this fucking rebranding, like out of nowhere. Like NXT's ratings haven't been the greatest, but also nothing's ratings have been the greatest. Like AEW's pulling its own, it has a diehard fan base. That's fine, but I wouldn't. SmackDown just got over two million again. This yeah, week, they're especially. they're barely staying above two million. Raw's been around the one six one sevens. NXT hits like the five to seven hundred thousands, and it's you have all these established names. You get a contract with a TV network, and then you're going to start releasing all these somewhat established names that you've built up over recent time. And like the one thing that I also meant meant to mention was the guy. Meltzer mentioned uh I know the guy he's like fucking everyone loves the guy he's good he's all right uh the kind of Tokyo Dome not a five-star match (laughs) exactly but the whole thing that has been going on that seems to relate to the transition to these people going to the main roster is that they have to change their style so many different times and then they don't get enough time to prove they can do so and then Vince just loses interest in him he throws him away like a new toy it's like you come to NXT to move on from the indie style and learn how to work the new style you get to NXT, then you get called up and you got to drop the NXT style and learn how to do the WWE style. So it's like these yep. people are going through all these fucking hoops just to potentially get the chance to prove that they can hang on TV. And it's like, I just, I can't even, I, who would want to work that? And that's, and, I'm not going to lie to you. Go ahead, Jones. Diego, no, Diego, go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, the one thing that I wanted to add to is a very good point that you just brought up, Honeyman. Those TV network contracts. Right now, you don't have a clear vision of what your product is going to be. Guarantee for sure that these contracts are in big limbo right now. 
Don't get confused and don't get it twisted. The USA isn't pissed off right now because of all these continuous changes that are not clear whatsoever and do not draw a vision of clarity at all. And they, I'm sure, do not get it twisted. The Fox isn't pissed off right now. It wants to throw the contract aside. Because right now, for, for those two TV networks where everything else on their network is consistent and transparent and with a clear vision, that is just a piss poor thing to have on both networks, on USA and on Fox. Those networks are not going to thrive with this product because of that exact same issue. And it's going to be a huge problem for McMahon and that family coming up as well when, when negotiations come to be renewed. I think more so to go a little bit off topic, this is giving me the vibes of when uh, ECW lost CM Punk in the draft. Like they started slowly deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with the way that Vince wants NXT to be run now, I think we're it's going in that direction, honestly. And I hate to say it, but Triple H, man, you've got to do something here. My honest opinion, Imagine like you have to, him, man, like they gotta be so pissed off, like not even being, not even having an input allegedly in these releases and everything like that, putting all this time into building up these certain people, and then all of a sudden, fucking Joe Schmo and Joe Schmo number two up top decide, oh no, they're they're gone, yeah, they don't they don't have it, get them out. Like what the, f- I don't understand. The morale in WWE has to be so fucking low right now, dude. Just imagine the turmoil in that family. Just imagine, I know, dude, Stephanie McMahon and Triple and Triple H at home arguing about WWE all day long. Just looking at, just look at what's called. Just look at when Bronson retweeted out that he was being released. Just look at all the the wrestlers on the roster that were upset yep. and hurt at the fact of this. I think Even, that's, I think that's the big tell sign right there. Yep. Another one of those dudes that was universally loved by his, you know, peers. And a bunch of people shouted out to him like, hey, dude, you're going to be fine. Even Bronson Reed immediately posted. It's like, hey, you just made a huge fucking mistake. The monster's back. And then he tagged AEW New Japan, I believe Impact. And all saying like, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm fucking ready to prove myself. He, in my opinion, Impact and New Japan would be perfect for him. Because New Japan, again, they need a big guy if they don't get in trouble or whatever that. But Impact, I really think that he could go in there right away and he could be contending for the Impact title. Yeah. Well, think about, I guess this might not be a great comparison, but think about what they did with uh, Funkasaurus, man. WWE had him dancing around. Uh, Brodus Clay? Brodus Clay, yes. They had oh, him dancing Clay, around, yeah. uh, kind of being a fool, never necessarily became a big thing. And, you know, he's that big guy. He's a monster, yada, yada, yada. Goes to Impact as, uh, was it Tyrus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And became, I think he had plenty of main events, a bunch of big storylines, proved that he could he still up, go. He ended up being Matt Hardy's right hand, man. Yeah, so it's like, just like that. A guy like that gets a new opportunity, new lease on life, new lease on his career. And to speak on Diego, what he's mentioning about his partners, and I know we can move on at some point from this, but uh, the network's not being pleased. After Bray Wyatt's release, there was more reports that the networks were pissed about it as well, for him specifically. Fox wants to redo the contract. To be go to yeah. go year to year, Fox, who was all in on the product, all in. They got. I mean, I can't remember the the exact financial figure, but wasn't it like five years for like a billion? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think it was exactly that five, five years a billion. You know, <laughs> I guess 
ironic itself, irony in and of itself would be if someone else terminated their partnership with him and said, best of luck in your future endeavors. Like he's done to so many freaking people, yeah. but um, yeah, it's just Jones, go ahead. I just, I, I still like, it's so hard to keep supporting these guys. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the exact terms for, I think, uh, I think the so, best it, thing- so it was, it was a five-year deal and basically making 205 million annually worth 1.025 five billion over five years yeah okay so two like about 200 million a year like a little, little over 200 million a year. yeah oh but i think at the same time i think with a grain of salt that we can take that i think we all agree that bronson will be fine no matter where yeah, he goes mercedes um, martinez has been doing this for a long time she'll land somewhere i mean any of that talent will be fine but at what point and this is and this is what i was saying to jones earlier this this week on, on a conversation between the two of us at what point does it come where AEW, New Japan, Impact, and all these other guys say, like, our rosters are full. We need to do something different. Or we need to save the entertainment that this sport brings for generations moving forward. And at what point do these mega forces that are out there, besides the WWE, just join forces and create a very fruitful uh, product for generations moving forward? Because... Let's be honest. If WWE craps and goes bankruptcy and no longer is a thing on on, on TV, it's only AEW. Yeah, and they, that's I about mean, like, it. They, they at what point the, they you know, move to the network? You, right, but at what point but, do you do you as New Japan or Impact just say let's join forces, let's create a, a really good product, let's bring in guys like you know like the the Wyatt family, Bronson Reed, and all these other releases, and let's have them help us with the writing of content so that we can have something like what WWE used to have. Like at what point is that going to be necessary so that this entertainment can be safe for generations moving forward? Because let's be honest, when, when we were all growing up, I'm sure that our parents were like, I wonder if this is going to be all in there when these kids are growing up. Now, right. how, now, how, now how we're, much shelf life does this thing actually have? Now we're sitting in this position as aficionados saying, how much shelf life does this have? What 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 I is think, left for it? So I think a bold a bold take that I could potentially make here is what's stopping Triple H from just leaving and starting his own company? Legit, what I was just about to say, Jones, like fuck it, pull a Jeff Jarrett and say fuck you, I'm making my own. Because <laughs> like, I think it's I, I think it's point, definitely like, McMahon factor. I think it's it his definitely marriage. is, and I think it's allegedly him taking over the company once Vince McMahon steps down, passes away, whatever it is. That needs and, to happen soon, not the passing away, but the stepping down. So, yeah, if, so hopefully just, he can live a, a few couple I, more decades. You're but, making two hundred and five million a year with fucks alone. So that's How the are thing. You doing budget cuts. That's the thing that I How I somewhat disagree cuts? with with like the bankruptcy type thing. It's just they're making all this money, and you saying all this crap is budget cuts is just absolute nonsense. Like it really doesn't make sense. And again, we've been saying for months now they have to be selling. Everyone in the world says they have to be selling, and. And I and I agree with the contracts and whatnot, but how are their sales going? How are their ticket sales going? Considering that they've had to literally redo a bunch of shows because they they haven't been able to sell well within the areas that they they've implemented. Uh, how much are the venues costing now? How much is uh, personnel rebudgeting costing them now? 
how much is some of the healthcare and, all, and other option benefits that they offer to these employees having mm-hmm. to, to cost now because they have to re- reconstruct it all around now that, that a pandemic happened and new stipulations are created by, uh, by employment applications. Um, how much profitability are you aiming for? Because some yep. of these companies, yeah, they want 200 million, like, like you said in, in that contract. But what's to say that that 200 million isn't predicated on Vince McMahon hoping for a 65% margin? Yep. I wonder. So I'm so glad we have a finance man here. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 no, no, I like it because I don't know the fucking terminology, but I know what you yeah. mean. I, I, I'm driven by numbers, man. And I'm, I, at this point, I, I'm just saying I to myself, how well, we American that. is this guy? So now Jones, so, Jones so, and I are just like, oh, I'm so mad. They released my favorite guy. Dave was like, well, the fiscal fucking quarter is telling me what's going to happen next. <laughs> 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 and you need that because we're emotional and he's logical. Um, you know, I think, <laughs> I, think I think another big thing that we could probably see and why these budget cuts are happening also is don't forget, they went through a year a full year where they did the quote unquote the Thunderdome. I know. <laughs> so that was you, expensive you, as fuck. So you they rent, rent the so hold on, you rent the building. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Jones. You rent the building for X amount of months. Then you have to put the monitors in to get the fans involved. Mm-hmm. How much money did that fucking cost? Now that I'm thinking about it, because now that Millions. you're talking about finances, my, my head is is like going in 30,000 different directions. <laughs> well, well, why did Vince McMahon pay seventeen ninety five for this? Seventeen ninety a square foot. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? But no, no I think WWE desperately needs, because at this point, Monday Night Raw, especially, we're just going to get the same thing over and over again. It's just going to get stale, and the product it's just it, it's not going to be good for the business. It's not How much more stale can it get? Is what I want to know. Can I just say this as like there's well? Some, there's some bright points as we always talk about, but the majority of it is just not good. The, the oh. best thing to do right now is just have an independent audit that will clear their mind as to where they really are in terms of money. Because anytime that you have a family-run business, they always say we don't have this amount of money that you guys think we have because they are taking it for themselves, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what is happening here. They need a financial audit, and that's it. We need to move on from this topic, though, because hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm we, done. We talked about. It. He's calling. I think he's calling Vince. Hold on, we'll see, we'll hold see on. what happens. Vince. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you a guy for your your books. <laughs> you want to pay him how much? How much do you buddy, want to cook the books? You say, buddy, we get it. We, we, we can go to. We can go to some happier things once we Jones hangs up this fake phone call. Okay. All right, Vince. Tell the kids to say hello. Bye bye. That's weird. Tell the kids I said hello. <laughs> That's weird. They're All like right. fifty. That's fine. <laughs> All right, John Lauren. Diego, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get uh, get you uh, higher, more more money than what Vince offered. So we're working on it. So but you know that scene in the office the when Michael brings in Oscar in the room meeting with all the board members and he doesn't know what to say. We're setting you up for that, but you actually know what to do. <laughs> That's for the quarter right. of a penny race that I just got. Right. So speaking of speak, speaking of WWE content that we're kind of happy about, SummerSlam a couple weeks away. Uh, three matches got added to the card from this past uh, Friday on SmackDown. Yep. SmackDown tag titles are on the line. We get the Usos versus Dominic and Ray. Please Real be quick. on the main fucking card. Te- teasing. Please. There's a tease that Dominic's getting fed up with his dad already, which I think is way too soon to break them up. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, jostling between them on SmackDown, so hopefully they don't uh, do the father-son feud yet. Unless Mysterious also, Contract's almost up. Maybe. Also, 
Also, real real quick, I was watching um behind the scenes video of Dominic's first uh first night in front of a live full crowd yeah. performing. Did did I hear Edge uh Ray Wright when he said that Edge was the godfather of Dominic? Did I hear that right? I, I, I thought I heard that too. Because if that's the case, Hunterman, <laughs> we know who Dominic's real father is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find the Reddit thread. I think it's Randy Orton. It's Ricky Guerrero. <laughs> it's fucking Edge, dude. It's fucking Edge, and it'll always be Edge. All right. Then we have um, the SmackDown Women's title match finally confirmed. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. The rematch yep. from WrestleMania that we have not gotten yet. This is going to be a must-see match yet again, I think, between these two. I think the rivalry will be brewing within Luckily, the next Sasha's couple weeks. full-on heel now, so she can be a douche and be fantastic mm-hmm. in a role like she and, is. Oh, she can be and, a douche. <laughs> she's so hey, good at being a heel, dude. <laughs> hey, Sasha. Well, she's from Boston. We're good at being douches. It's, yeah, we are. That's, we're true. Best That's true. Uh, oh and then the final match that I added to the card, uh, the match that uh, we're, I'm more ex- than excited to see, uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. You know, because Seth Rollins almost killed him the one time. They yep, have a nice little yep. rivalry that's been brewing. And boy, is that going to boil over? For once, WWE is using this long-term storytelling. And what do you know? Fans are invested. My God, to wow, think so, that could happen. So you're telling Imagine me that when long- you let Triple H create content. Imagine hold, what happens. Hold on, so hold on. So Hunman, real quick. So you're telling me that long-term storybooking works better than bringing back this geriatric fuck to fight for the WWE title? I mean, have you have you seen people? This guy has not moved on from on Goldberg. <laughs> he hasn't moved on from Goldberg. I will never move on from Goldberg. He is a fucking waste of space, and this is exactly what's going to happen. And I fucking I I pray to Christ that this does not happen. But I see into the future, and I swear to Christ, if I speak this into existence, I'm going to jump <sighs> off the Tolman Bridge. I'm coming. Let's go. Biggie, Biggie, in my opinion, is winning the title at SummerSlam. Biggie is going to have a nice long feud. And who's he going to lose the title to? Just fucking say it with me. It's going to be fucking Goldberg, and it's going to be at WrestleMania, and I'm going to hate everybody. I'm going to hate everybody. I hope not, dude. I'm going to hate everybody. Yeah, if that doesn't happen, I'd be on. They've been teasing Big E with Roman more so. Like, he's just been hilarious just popping up behind Oh, my God. I love that. That clip is so fucking funny. You know what WWE does best? They're a cock tease. It's a misdirect, you know? They're a cock tease. So but Edge and about- Rollins looking like it's going to be a basic singles match, which is a little odd based on the heat that seems to be brewing between I the two. Think, do you think a I stipulation think. is going to get added? It should be a no, <clears throat> no disqualification match. Everything goes. Hair versus hair. No, can't do that. <laughs> drip versus drip. Tip, um, tip versus tip. I think. <laughs> think ready for this? This this. Again, this is just my creative mind just speaking out loud. I have one. Go. No, no, no. You no, go. you go first. You go no. first. You go first. No, 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 no. You go. Mine's no. mine's a long term one. Yours is probably short term. Go. It's not. You don't even know me. <laughs> go. Everything I know. Someone freaking talk. <laughs> just go. <sighs> oh, so they're gonna do. Fucking go. Fucking they're go. Gonna, they're they they'll do like a like a no disqualification match here. Then I think at. Not the next pay-per-view, but the pay-per-view after that. They'll do um, Edge versus Seth's uh, Last Man Standing. And then at Survivor Series, Loser Leaves Brent. I mean, maybe. You want to milk the storyline, don't you? You are such well, a WWE da- fan. Listen, you are WWE. such a WWE. That's I'm three talking- more months. You are <laughs> a man. 
Listen, I'm talking You tried about- to kill me, girl. You tried to kill me, girl. No, Three see. Months. Three months. <laughs> no, you know. So here, here's my thought process about it. Seth meets Edge at SummerSlam. Edge's, okay. Edge's on the shelf. Rollins gets the title shot at the next pay-per-view. Edge comes out. Costs Rollins the title match, just like Rollins costs Edge the title match. Set th- set them up for their their fucking view, and then it Edge wins, even it up, and then you got the loser leaves the brand spiral series. Boom! That just sounds like that. quite WWE Jones. I actually totally I, I could get behind that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking That's exactly I'm what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, here I'm thinking like the geriatric like... fuck Vince McMahon is. <laughs> just how do I milk Edge and Seth Rollins until? They can't do it anymore. You take one off TV <laughs> for a month and then you do the same thing because people forget. <laughs> what was your idea, Diego? I was thinking for SummerSlam, it should be a hell in a cell match. I quit match. I, I, I just want to see. I, that's that's another thing that could happen. That's right. These two, though, the, the reason why I say that, though, is because these two have such similar styles of their wrestling that I just want to see either one of them get to that that point where they're just like, I quit, I quit. You know it's gonna be so fun, Hudman, and this is gonna happen. This SmackDown before SummerSlam because this is just so WWE. The main event's gonna be a tag team match. It's gonna be Roman versus Seth, Roman and Seth versus Edge and John Cena. Just because I'm waiting for that, dude. I would love that. I actually would love that. That's just like that. when they used to do leading up to WrestleMania, they do like Undertaker and Batista versus uh, Triple H and John Cena at Madison Square Garden, like two weeks before WrestleMania. Yep. that's cool. I could follow I think that. The authority, I think the authority. I think, remember listen, that? Can Can you imagine all the things that imagine, John Cena imagine, hold have on, done? Just other. imagine this. We want. We would. How much would we like the Authority ever to come back at this point? I would take anything over the stale product <laughs> of Vince McMahon's phone. I would rather see Triple H on my t- television. Literally, listen, you know what Vince McMahon I want? I want the Vince McMahon to come out after CM Punk won the title at SummerSlam, go on the announcers and say, get Alberto Del Rio out here. I want him to cash in. <laughs> get Alberto out here. Get him out. That's the Vince McMahon I want right now. Send him out. Okay, you know what I want? You know what I want? I want, I, want the, I want the Vince McMahon that they fucked up the Royal Rumble between John Cena and Batista. He came out. What does he do? He can't pull the fucking pod. All right. That's the and Vince then, here's, something, here's something that's going to make Vince so happy when he listens to this. And this is something that I want. You think Vince listens to this? Oh, he does. Funny. He loves social media. He loves social media. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's something that will make Vince very happy. It's very Vince-like and very WWE-like. It's something that will happen. Just bring the Nexus back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Skip right. Sheffield and Michael Tarver on my television. All right, let's let, King let's, Barrett. Let's 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 oh, move yeah, on too. from let's move on from the idiotic things that WWE has done. Oh, let's want to talk. So we just talk about how there's still some life in the Hangman versus Omega at all out. We so need that's to talk I was, about that's, that. I was I was transitioning my way over to AEW, but you know you cut me off. It's fine. It's all about transitions, buddy. Come on, you should know this. Your communications major. Am I? Uh, your degree says so, so I don't know. <laughs> what a dumb choice that was. Uh, what a waste of money. Huh. Um, so, yeah, no. Um... Was it printed to build a bear? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I got a bear that says, congratulations, you did it. <laughs> I would, too. I would. The other, the other one says, I love you, and then says, Sork. Carry on. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, we're, oh, we're working our way into um, the road to All Out, which is a couple weeks away. Uh, probably a little, little less than a month away. Um, 
what, what, what are we doing in AEW? Because the only thing that's been announced so far has been the Casino Women's Battle Royal. Yeah, they really kind of got a... So, obviously, Dynamite this past week, you had Cody versus Malachi Black. Cody put over Malachi in the way he put over Brody Lee basically a year ago, to the, almost to the day where he just kicked his ass in, like, five minutes and made him a force and established him as a big-name player for the brand. Cody's going away to shoot his television show. He'll be back in, like, a month or two, continue the feud, all that. But the only thing they, they still keep hinting at Omega and Paige because they had Paige say, Hey, dark order. Like I need some space. I need to do this on my own. I screwed you guys out of your championship chance and like, let me do this. So you have everything that they've done with them has been incredible. Hold like, on. Who the fuck is beeping outside? God. You sure? It's yeah. Vince. <laughs> he heard you, dude. What the fuck is going on? Hold on. Okay, should we continue, Diego? Let's extend it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, be- before it's my connection Vince, times it's out a again, toddler push, push, pushing the, the horn. <laughs> <laughs> before my connection times out again, like last week. Um, <laughs> so AEW has is still hinting at Hangman Omega. So Hangman came out to the ring to try to call out Kenny. Um, all the elite members came out. They started to beat him down. They said, hey, you're a reject. You don't belong with us. They tried to spin it like Hangman was going to ask to come back to the elite, which wasn't the case. But then you have Stu and Evil Uno stopping everybody coming in to try to help Hangman. So Hangman's getting his ass kicked just like he wanted. Now they have a little Twitter thing going on where certain members of the Dark Order are saying, hey, you know, like, I don't agree with this. Our friend needs help. If they're pushing you away, this might actually be a call for help. The other ones say it's more complicated than that. And like, it's this whole deep storyline where now there's intergroup turmoil from what they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then Hangman still, they have to put, dude, they have to do the title match. I, if they, if, if I go to that damn show and Omega versus Christian Cage is like the third match, I'm going to be so disappointed. Well, get ready, buddy. <laughs> again, again, get ready. Christian deserves it. He's a great performer, even at his age and everything like that. It's great to see him back. That could be a highlight of one of your dynamites. Like that could be your main event. It's just they keep doing this. And then I was worried that once the beatdown started to happen on Wednesday, that I was gonna be one of those ones that was super like aggressive, like to take him off TV, but it didn't seem to go that far. So there was no like they didn't put a, a foot in the chair and like stomp the ankle out to like say, oh, he's out for two months. So there's still hope, and I hope I really hope that's the case. But what do you guys think? Is do you think do you really think they're gonna go with Christian Cage or? In uh, all honesty, dude, I, I I couldn't tell you. I really I really don't know. It's really weird don't. how much they're leaving it up in the air. It's like, it's almost like because I know there's been rumors that both promotions are making contingency plans in case there's like another shutdown, even yeah. if only for a little while. So maybe they don't want to book these high stakes matches in case there's no fans. Just like and they um, want to save it when they had the, uh, the blood and guts match the first time. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm still holding out hope because all signs point to he's still every week and it's in, it's in three weeks, four weeks that you still have hangman and Omega coming face to face every week. So what are we going to do? I said it on Twitter recently, but I think you're going to end up getting that Chicago rampage show on Friday night before all out. You're going to get page versus uh, Christian where the winner faces Omega on Sunday to get both of those storylines in there. But, and then, you know, obviously you have CM Punk coming back. Allegedly, he'll have a confrontation with somebody of Britt Baker versus uh, 
somebody i forget what they announced so far but i know she's facing red velvet in a couple weeks in pittsburgh but uh there's plenty of options and it is interesting to see what they're going to do like who do you want to see go for the tag titles like i don't even know i I, I hope the dark order um i won't lie to you it was gonna be ftr again but then um what's his face got a nice little gash yeah yeah his in all honesty Dak Dak hardwood or no, I Cash wish Wheeler, it, Cash Wheeler. He got hurt. I wish it would be. Um, I wish it would be Brian Powerful. I wish it would be Santana Ortiz. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think so. I'm trying. I gotta think of. I gotta see who's the top tag team in the ranking. I thought it was. Um, only, it might even be Jurassic Express again because they've been they've been winning matches like crazy. But Diego, do you think? What do you think for the title, the world title match for AEW? I'm gonna sell me here. I I really right. don't know. I, I, I don't mean, know. Are I we at the know. point where we like the intrigue that we don't know, or are we kind of getting sick of it and we want an answer? I'm getting sick that I just want an yeah. answer. I, I need I'm to know if it's going to be Hangman or not so I can calm myself yeah. down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, number one tag team, the one contenders for the tag team titles, the Varsity Blondes. Oh, is it really? <laughs> Still? Uh, they, well, they won't be on the pay per view. You can be, they're good, but yeah. they're not, they're not number, on pay per view. Number guy. two would be the acclaimed, and they can't because Max Caster made a mental health joke on. Well, that was, there was also the other one about the, the he, he, he did not do too hot with that, that rap. Uh, <laughs> FTR is three, FTR is three, Jurassic Express is four, Private Party is five. Um, yeah, no, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't even fathom a guess. Just, there's all these Honestly, things. Honestly, what would it be? Would, um, Oh, would um, Penta and Pac be a bad show? They just had that match like a month or two ago on on uh, Dynamite, so I don't yeah, think so. I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on Dynamite um, they did just do that. But they so the other thing to talk about the Dark Order thing is because you know Hangman and the Dark Order were close to the top of those rankings before that elimination match last week, uh, or you know two weeks ago now, however long it's been. They have Uno and Stu Grayson versing uh, the Good Brothers for the Impact tag titles this week. So that seemingly, again, is still Dark Order versus the Elite. They're going to advance that storyline somehow. One has to expect there's going to be some chicanery, and someone from the Elite's going to cost Dark Order that championship as well. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's getting close, and I really I want to fucking know. I want to know what card I'm going to Chicago for. Like, Why am I flying here? Tell me what I'm doing. Um, to be honest with you, man, I think low key we, we're probably gonna see. I don't know. It's tough, does, right? Does like Darby Allen sitting at three on the the AEW rankings for men's like Jungle Boy's one? Like, do we see him versus Miro again? Like, what do we do? So they oh. all they, they've only confirmed the women's casino battle royal, right? Yeah, and I think so, and Chris the other Island, one that I think Chris Statland is running that. By the that's way. a good call. I would agree. She's back and she's ready to, to do some stuff. She's I also think you'll, 11, you'll get. She's also eleven and zero this year. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's also good. Show you'll probably get Miro versus Cassidy for the TV title. Uh, like we, I think you might have said that, or Diego said that last week or a couple weeks ago. Agree with that. And then um, Darby's probably going to be versus Punk, allegedly based on their promo they've done and hinted at it. They real like if if Punk doesn't come out in that. AEW Rampage Jones. I don't know. We might want to sell our tickets the night before. Because, 
they got they the hype behind them, especially with especially with all the negative press on WWE oh, is buddy, they need well, they listen, need to capitalize. Listen, we're already going. It's it's we're all we're we're all we're all in. We're not all out. We're going. All, we're all in on all out. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So and now here's the thing. Dynamite the last couple of weeks has been they've done special after special after special. Now they're back on tour. They're back going to city to city. They're mm-hmm. on tour for the first time in uh, a very long time. So basically well, they did they did, been they did they their quote unquote welcome back tour. But like so like they had like all those special events, but now it's just it's just AEW dynamite. Right. Now it's just the shows. This is the next couple of weeks. So I'm curious right. to see what we have in store for for them. But Again, we got plenty of time. Um, any final thoughts on anything wrestling related before we cap off episode 21 of Biddy's doing the suplex? Uh, so the other thing that Meltzer mentioned before is that once again, just like everybody else, and even Diego keeps saying that's probably not the last of the releases. We can hope that's the, the last of it, but in all reality, it's probably not. So we'll Let's cross, do- our, cross our fingers. Right. People's livelihood doesn't get put in too much jeopardy. And uh, hopefully Sami Zayn doesn't get released because that's the one I'm worried about. All right, so oh, Sami Zayn for you. It's I was going to say, Sam, I was going to say, give me one name you don't want to see that, that you could probably see happen. So Sami Zayn for Hunnaman. For me, it's yeah, uh, definitely Sami Zayn. Diego, I'm trying to think for one. For me, you know who it is, unfortunately. Who you, who, no, it's who you don't think is going to, who you don't want to see released, but you think might. Right. Yeah. Well, I was that was Diego's with Bray Wyatt earlier. Now I want to, yeah. I want to see him go two for two. Update your bracket for us, please. <laughs> I, I I even hate to say this, but it, it's so WWE to happen. Keith Lee. Yep. Okay. Yep. I hope not. I hope um, not either. But it's so name, perfect for them. One name I would love to see just just far far away from this company is Karen Cross, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but I just dropped my pen. Shit. Uh, one name that I hope I, oh, I they're going to come back up with a mask on and say Rey Mysterio or something. Imagine. <laughs> I thought it was a bit. <laughs> I wish it was. That would be great. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, come on. That would have been great. Carry on. I, I know it would have been great, uh, but no, that's not what I had. Uh, I think for me, the one name, for whatever reason, you said Sami Zayn. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to go Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, yeah. That too. Yeah. All three of those men could easily be gone in a month or two, and that sucks. But for them, maybe it'll be the best thing that ever happened to them if it happens. But all right. So, with that being said, that will conclude episode 21 of Suplex Biddies. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Suplex Biddies as well. Catch everybody out on their socials as well. Mine is at CJones21212, Diego at Diego underscore the DJ. And Andrew is at Andrew Honeybuns. That's H-U-N-N-Y. Buns as in buns of steel like he has. Um, shout, out to Couch Guys, shout out to Couch Guys Sports again. Uh, shout out to our friends at Exogun. Um, and we will see you guys next week for episode 22. And hopefully we will be not mad at releases that WWE did this week. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Next week, excuse me. Signing off. See you guys. See you. Have a good, have a good one.